0: I think what's really exciting to be able to see in the past year and a half is how resilient HR professionals are. I think business leaders have really um, leaned on the HR team to be able to survive the past year and a half. Some companies obviously went through... um, uh, down downsized, and you know some ultimately actually had to close. Um, but the pandemic brought on some really exciting things, which is the work from home solution. Uh, many companies have done that already, but because of the pandemic, I think that sped up the the move towards work from home. Uh, I don't know, at least 10 years in advance, which is very nice to see because what we've proven in the past year and a half is that we can be productive and effective working from home.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Hacking HR Podcast. Today, we are going to chat about uh, hopefully two things. That are very important for the future of organizations and for those who work in the space of HR. Number one, we're going to be talking a little bit about leadership and then we're going to talk also about the evolution of HR and especially how HR can continue to add value, create new value in times like what we're going through right now when the world is changing so dramatically, when things are moving. Up, at such a fast paced and we are going to have this conversation with somebody who is uh, has been in the HR space for a long time, very passionate about understanding sort of the, the interconnection between leadership, managing teams, and especially somebody who loves this idea of the evolution of HR. So, Mandy, welcome to the show. How are you?
0: Thank you, Enrique, for having me. I'm very excited to be here.
1: Well, thank I'm you so good. much. Thank you so much for joining me. I, I am excited about this conversation and, and let's, let's begin here. You know, over the, I mean, HR has been evolving for a long time, but the past year and a half, because of the pandemic, has been of dramatic changes in the, in the HR space. So I want to begin by asking you what excites you? And what concerns you about the future of HR based on our performance over the past year and a half during the pandemic?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Where do I start? Where do I start? Um, I think what's really exciting to be able to see in the past year and a half is how resilient HR professionals are. I think business leaders have really um, leaned on the HR team to be able to survive the past year and a half. Some companies obviously went through... um, uh, down, downsized, and you know some ultimately actually had to close. Um, but the pandemic brought on some really exciting things, which is the work from home solution. Uh, many companies have done that already, but because of the pandemic, I think that sped up the the move towards work from home. Uh, I don't know, at least ten years in advance, which is very nice to see. Because what we've proven in the past year and a half is that we can be productive and effective working from home. It doesn't matter whether we're in the office, we're sitting at a cafe. We can be just as effective in our roles. Um, one of the cool things I've been able to see is that my entire recruitment team <laughs> have have done such an amazing job, not only excelling with working from home, but continuing to grow our business. Uh, we were one of the very lucky ones that continue to not uh, prosper but we like I think we grew substantially in the past year and a half with PTW Montreal and it's because the recruitment team is able to really demonstrate that and that that's all one portion of HR right there yeah. is um, other functions um, pandemic <laughs> I think hopefully this is the one and only we'll ever have to go through as human beings. Maybe when I'm like 90s, we (laughs) may go through another one, you know, and then I'm like, I don't really care. I'm too old for this now. I'll sit in my garden. I'll drink my tea. But um, HR, it's it's fascinating because HR has always been a function where you're in office because you want that visibility to be able to go i can have a face-to-face chat with you which is something still very important um recruitment not so much we can do all of our interviews remotely we can actually have a lot more insights through video Um, a lot of new tools our ats systems are coming up with and updating to really allow us to be effective in in remote recruitment but hr um I think this is our time to shine, to show how compassionate we are. You need leaders who are compassionate during such a challenging time. And HR is usually the one that deals with all the human human yeah. um, challenge, right? And so HR coming in and not only supporting with all the laws and regulations yeah. that have uh, changed because our government, I don't know um, if you're currently in the US, right? Yeah, correct. U.S. has changed uh, their their regulations, law, health and safety, labor standards, because of the pandemic, and that's the yeah. same as it is in Canada. So first and foremost, HR is the one that adapts all yeah. of these changes. Um, second is the work from home complexity. So now that mm-hmm. Things are starting to reopen a little bit more here in Canada. Some business or even clients are asking for us to come back to the office. Not everybody wants to come back to the office. And yeah. we do have to accept that, right? Yeah, there yeah, still yeah. actually are people that want to come back to the office. And I think not many people talk about those voices. Is yeah. that what about the people who actually needs that socialization, need to be out of their house to be to be mentally well? So that um, that is an interesting complexity that also... I don't think it's easy. I don't think it's easy to fine tune a policy that allow us to balance. Okay. How do we be effective with work from home? Because it's all about cost, right? Business leaders are looking at costs. So if you have people that work from home do, I think right now, I think it was Google, was it Google that says, I'm going to pay people less depending on where they're physically yeah. located. If they continue to want to work from home, um, I can imagine hundreds of, uh, engineers going to go, well, never mind. I could go to another company, get exact yeah. same pay I'm getting and yeah. still have the luxury work from, from home. home. So yeah.
1: it's, it's, a, it's a lot of, it's been a lot of changes. And, of changes. Um, you know, what's, not only has it already been complicated and, 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 and difficult, but imagining what the future could look like from the perspective of designing, you know, uh, systems and policies and processes and, and guidelines that allow uh, for enough A structure for people to be able to operate but also enough flexibility for them to not to be told exactly the nitty-gritty of how they need to operate in all kinds of circumstances and and I think that makes it you know quite interesting for for HR. Uh, I want to ask you something and you know I know I know you know you're passionate about HR you know evidently but you're also passionate about leadership and and you know one one of the other areas that has um has been undergoing dramatic changes over the past year and a half. Is leadership how how leaders lead companies, and if for nothing else, at least for the fact that now they have to lead teams when people are working mostly remotely. So that alone creates a lot of different ideas on how to properly uh, lead teams. When it comes to leadership, what do you think? If you can describe what to you will be an effective leader leading organizations going forward? What do they have? You know, How do they look like?
0: Um, effective leadership. I, I think it depends on what level you're at, right? Are we talking about like executive leadership? Are we looking at the director level? Are we looking at middle managers? Um, I think the most important thing as a leader is to have flexibility. Understand what your vision is Is and be able to empower your team to reach the goals that you set, whether for your company or your department. Um, That is always something that's important to have as a leader, right? To be able to empower your team, to be able to motivate them, especially during these tough times. I don't think all of 2020 was easy at all. (laughs) And as leaders, you have to put on this, um, you have to put on, I think it's not a mass, but more like, you have to be the example for your team, right? When things are going down, when things are discouraging, how do you motivate them? When things are hard, when things are not going as well as you planned it, because well, 2020, nothing went as planned. Um, How (laughs) do you make sure that you stay organized and you stay on track with the goals that you've set that is aligned with the business? Um, Really understanding what's important for your team, and aligning with what your clients are looking for, right? We're, we're in a service industry where our clients dictate everything. Um, they want things to get done. We get them done for you. As an outsourced provider, I think that's really important is to understand what your clients are needing. But having that conversation with your clients to go, this is what my team can deliver. And coming to kind of... Um, a collaboration that works for both sides, right? Because the clients are also humans. If you don't have these human conversation, and I think the nice thing about the pandemic is that we're allowed to have, we are able to yeah. have human conversations. Yeah. We can talk about our mental health. We can talk about our family responsibilities yeah. because you're seeing kids running around in the background. Mm-hmm. And I think a while ago, it was a Newcaster and I think he was being interviewed and it was a man, he was having an interview and the kids were running in the background. And yeah. I think his wife came in and grabbed yeah. the kids. And on the news they're like oh look at his maid and it's like well no that's life that, yeah. that is a family right yeah. um and he did his best to kind yeah. of like you know pretend that didn't happen and be like go go honey <laughs> um now it's normal it's normal yeah. to have kids running in the background kids screaming and accommodating to that, that work life is going to be very intertwined now. Um, You also have another challenge, I think, with a leader is if you have somebody that is, I'm going to call them type A personality who is, don't know how to unplug (laughs) unless there's no internet, um, is how to not let them burn themselves out. Is yeah. to go, hey, you've been working full force for this period of time. You need to take a break. You need to be able to know what your team needs and make sure that you remove any blockers for them. So as leaders, I don't think it's going to be easy.
1: No, yeah. But
0: I think there's a lot of tools and resources out there because there has been very successful companies that have done work from home hybrids for a really long time. Yeah. And we can look at them as models as more company now are building out those infrastructure for work from anywhere or work from home. Um, but I think there's a lot of tools and resources for leaders, um, out there, but teaching compassion is a little bit harder (laughs) than you would, you would want.
1: Yeah. But you know, you know what I think, um, there are stages in learning. And if you are not aware that you need to learn something or that you are really lacking the skills to practice that something effectively, um, I mean, it doesn't matter how many tools you have to learn. You want. Take the step to actually learn, and I think, like you said before, one thing that is happening right now is that a lot of these leaders, you know, because they are going through the same pains that everybody else is going through, now they are aware of the of, of the complexity of uh the you know this you know life and work being together, and because now they are more aware. Uh, you know, the hope is that moving from there into action, meaning either learning and implementing, you know, uh, different things will be, you know, should be a, a, an easier step to take, right? Um, so, Mandy, as we get closer to wrapping up our chat, I want to ask you one more question. If there was one thing, I know I don't want to oversimplify, but I, I always try to ask the one thing the not even a takeaway, but the one action that you would like HR leaders to take in order to prepare for continue, uh, you know, for, for more changes going forward, for more chaos, for more disruption? What would that one recommendation be?
0: Oh, that is a hard question. <laughs> um, I think for a really long time, HR has always been viewed as, you know, um, the support. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you ask people, a lot of people don't even know what HR actually does. Yeah. <laughs> they have no idea. They say, oh, you hired me and then you're gonna fire me. Yeah. Or if I have a problem, you're gonna come and talk to me. I have to talk to the HR person, yeah. you know? Um, but as HR leaders, I think it's important to, when we propose solutions or when we are suggesting change because change is not easy for leaders, right? Business leaders is to align it with our business goals. And yeah. so instead of HR being that support, H.R. is the asset, H.R. is the business partner that goes here is a business strategy that the company is trying to reach for the next five, 10 years as an H.R. leader, here are the things that the H.R. team can support operational, right? H.R. supports the operation for the leaders to be able to reach their goals. So I I think HR leaders understanding the business aspect of of an organization is going to make them, I I think very much more successful than those that go, okay, I'm here to do all the admin and paperwork because anybody can do admin and paperwork. Um, HR leaders have to be able to be not afraid to say, hey, no, this doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no, this is against like human you know, rights. It's, you, you have to actually be that reasons
1: yeah. for
0: people's, uh, for leaders, because leaders are thinking business, 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 yeah. revenue, cost, all that fun stuff. Um, HR leaders has to go, yes, there's, there's that money aspect, but there's the human aspect for you to reach those money aspects. So yeah. for us to come in and really understand that, And to be the voice of reason, um, I think that's going to really make us successful in moving forward because leaders will always need a voice of reason (laughs) or successful leaders will always listen to their voice, uh, their reasons, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, this has been a fascinating conversation, Mandy. Thank you so much for spending this time with me and for sharing your insights and your, you know, your, your recommendations with the community. So thank you so much for being in the podcast today.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Enrique. Have a wonderful rest of your day.
1: Thank you. And thank you, everybody. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Hacking HR podcast. I'll see you all soon. Thank you, everybody, for watching or listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please follow us on our social media and subscribe to our newsletter so that you can stay informed of all the things that we're putting together for you from the Hacking HR community. Thank you so much. Please continue to stay safe, stay well, stay strong. And we will see you soon.